social network minute by minute today we're going to be covering minute 30 which starts at 29 and finishes at 29:59 on the clock uh we start with mark uh standing in an alleyway uh warmer than eduardo was and just leaving and then we cut to the second deposition we've already met the winklevoss twins at the second deposition and deviant narendra and here we get the first and i think only in the entire film the only time that we get a crossover between the two depositions where eduardo is giving evidence against mark zuckerberg um, at this particular uh, meeting he's been um questioned by a lawyer who's who was identified in the script as gage uh, which is a Sorkin name because uh, the firm where Sam Seaborn worked was called Gage Whitney. So uh, that would suggest that this is one of the partners who was at a fictional law firm in the West Wing, uh, which I think was also referenced in The American President. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if this guy's meant to be real or if he's just a, a composite of many different lawyers. Uh, but he is the one who questions Eduardo. We're actually building on the idea, you know, from the, the previous, um, you know, previous scene where... Um, Gage is talking about, you know, did you realize that Mark was working with Tyler Winklevoss, Cameron Winklevoss, uh, Divya Narendra or Harvard Connection? Um, and then obviously, you know, we find out that he, he mentioned it to Eduardo, but, you know, he didn't really kind of go into that. I like the thing where he says, you know, he, uh, these guys and Gage has to clarify and says these guys, meaning my, cli my clients, which, of course, is a very kind of like lawyer thing to do. Um, we talk a little bit about, you know, Mark's attitude about face mash. Uh, which, funnily enough, we've actually seen the ad board and all that kind of stuff earlier in the film. So what Eduardo is doing is kind of giving his perspective on that. Uh, and then we finish with, um, you know, uh, the, the kind of thing where it finished. We finished mid-sentence, I think, with Eduardo saying uh, it wasn't at the time. And then that's <laughs> that's that's not at the time it wasn't is kind of the final thing. And that's that's kind of where the minute ends. Um, and, you know, I, I don't think there's I mean, in, in terms of like the actual progress of what's going on, I think this is interesting because uh, the idea that Eduardo is giving testimony against Mark Zuckerberg in the other lawsuit is kind of is kind of funny. And uh, there's a moment later on uh, in the film where Mark Zuckerberg is talking about Eduardo and he looks over and he looks at an empty seat and the empty seat is where Eduardo is currently sitting in this particular scene. So that's mm -hmm. a nice little kind of callback later on in the film. Um, but yeah, so I don't know, it's, it's, it's mostly kind of like the basics of what's been happening, which we've kind of already seen, but being restated by Eduardo where he's talking about how, particularly when he says, you know, he didn't, he didn't see the need to rehabilitate his image. And joining me to talk about today is, uh, Joel Torres and Sarah Roberts. Hello. Hey. Hello. Yeah. So we get we kind of get into like the main that like the main meat of this scene is Eduardo giving his testimony. Uh, I like as well that the lawyer lists when he says Tyler Winklevoss, Cameron Winklevoss, Divya Narendra. Like he he always lists Tyler and Cameron as two separate people. Uh, whereas obviously later on in the film, uh, Mark Zuckerberg coins a term for referring to them as a pair. And I, I kind of like the fact that the, it, like, never at any point do the lawyers fall into that. They always have to refer to Tyler and Cameron, um, you know, separately as they do uh, Divina Rendra. 
Um, and yeah, this is mostly Eduardo saying, you know, he kind of knew about the stuff that Mark was doing. Um, but, you know, he, he you know, it, it wasn't worth his time. And, you know, he'd, you know, he, he'd liked the fact that he'd managed to, you know, hack the computers and thumbed his nose at the ad board. And he got a lot of notoriety. And I think it's interesting because, you know, we've seen the, the scene where he's before the ad board, which is, the you know, which ha is kind of the finish line of most of the trailers where he's like, I think I deserve some recognition. And he sits back down and, the, and the, the, the woman who's heading the ad board goes, what? And he's like, yes. And she's like, I don't understand. And he's like, what part? And like that kind of exchange is kind of in every trailer. And that attitude, I guess, is kind of reflected here by what Eduardo is saying, where he's like, he thumbed his nose at the ad board. And it's like, well... If you actually read the Crimson article from the time, which which came out like in November 2003, which is still accessible on the Internet, um, actually, Mark Zuckerberg seemed like he was, you know, uh, kind of conciliatory. He'd sent apology notes to various people and he'd kind of apologized in the Crimson. And like so even though Eduardo is painting it here as like, oh, yeah, Mark was kind of like sticking his sticking his, you know, his his fingers up to authority. It's like, well. I don't know, His he seemed like fairly, you know, like he had pointed out like a security flaw and, you know, like it, it like it doesn't seem like the way that Eduardo's painting it. If you watch that ad board scene, it doesn't seem the way that Eduardo is painting it here, uh, which I think is interesting because there's like a character thing. It's like we're, we're throughout the film we're we're seeing Eduardo as the voice of reason. Uh, you know, when Face Mash happened, he was the one who was like, should we be doing this? And then as the film has gone on, he's the one who's kind of always like, you know trying to kind of stop mark from indulging himself so in this scene it's interesting that eduardo is kind of almost painting mark as being like this reckless person and also that's helping him be like well you know i i was the one trying to be reasonable but mark was always the one who was kind of like blowing people off not getting back to the twins and deviant you know like all that kind of stuff he's an evil guy i mean that's that's what the the whole movie is just about how how much of a, a just a robot evil man he is, and this is this is the scene. You know, he's gonna. I mean, before it was personal. In the other deposition, in this deposition, he's just laying out the facts. And this this adding machine w had a bad attitude, and everyone needs to know about it. Yeah, I also think as well. It's interesting where he's. You know, like the way he says. You know, he said it's even the most pathetic friends knew more about getting interested in a website than these guys. Like. Eduardo putting those words in in Mark Zuckerberg's mouth and also the fact that throughout the scene Jesse Eisenberg is kind of like just scribbling on a pad and he's not really paying attention to the deposition is just like that's how he's been throughout the whole of the deposition you know with the Winklevoss twins anyway but then while Eduardo's there giving his you know his uh his his testimony he seems even less interested he's just literally looking down at a pad and just trying to kind of put on a brave face I think um you know of like uh, this, you know, I don't need to pay attention to what Eduardo's saying because it isn't going to help the case of the Winklevoss twins because I didn't steal the website. Like that's obviously his, you know, his the thing that he kind of ends up coming back to again and again in this in this deposition is I didn't steal the website. Like their website was terrible. I did a yeah. better website. <laughs> you know, like that's the that's the you, attitude. You could, oh, I'm sorry. You oh, I was just gonna say. Um, I think it could also be a way of just saying that he he is antisocial yet highly intelligent at the same time. Like he may not need to be fully paying attention, but he's also oblivious to like the social norm of the situation. Again, um, I think that he, yeah, he feels like he doesn't have to apologize for it, and I think that's a little bit 
pointed in this moment that he's he's particularly unapologetic about it and it makes you kind of feel i feel like it makes me kind of question that like really you don't feel any feelings of betrayal at all about any aspect of this <laughs> i think it's interesting as well like david fincher does a nice little thing here and the costume designer as well obviously where to, when they cut between the two um you know the two depositions obviously eduardo is still kind of dressed in a suit but they change the color of his shirt just to kind of give it the idea that it's a different this day. is a different deposition like it's not the same day yeah like he's in a different shirt because obviously you know he has more than one shirt there's a thing obviously i mean the way that eduardo is dressed throughout these depositions is setting up you know a thing later on where um, sean parker kind of um you know makes fun of his suits so it's like it's a nice little detail that he's in he's in suits whereas zuckerberg um you know in in the in the winklevoss ones he seems less like he seems a bit more dressed down than he is in in the but he's not wearing suits like everyone else is wearing suits and they're being loyally but you know the richest guy in the room is always the one who's just like uh, almost like Hank Scorpio, you know, he's 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 dressing down because he's rich. He doesn't need to wear a suit. He can just wear a ju- you know a jumper over over like a, a short sleeve shirt and just sit there writing on a pad all day because he's rich. He doesn't need to pay attention he's to what's got going all the on. Power. And I think that's yeah, and that that's that's kind of been subtly put across that out of everybody in this room, he's the, like the least dressed for being in a deposition. But obviously, he's the one who could easily afford. Uh, I don't know to turn this deposition room into a ping pong room, something like yeah. that, probably. Um, you know, buy buy the building and turn it into a tennis court. Um, so I don't, I think that's just an interesting costuming choice as well. Like, um, you know, something that obviously you know a lot of the a lot of the outfits in this film were taken from Mark Zuckerberg's real yeah. outfits. Uh, apparently, the costume designer got like a ton of photographs of um, his outfits and stuff. And um, basically, they just they just used as many pictures of Mark Zuckerberg in public <laughs> as they could to to dress Jesse Eisenberg like Mark Zuckerberg. And Mark Zuckerberg even said, like, he you know, he didn't watch the film immediately, but he did a few years later. And he said the one thing they got correct was his clothes. <laughs> and he said everything else was fi- was basically fiction, but the clothes were correct. I feel like that's they mimic that in the show The Good Wife. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but it's it's a really good show and they have a client that's obviously based on this kind of like web billionaire. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. yeah, and he's always wearing the exact same type of thing. He's and a, just, you know, hoodie and <laughs> Yeah, not taking it seriously and pointing out to them that he's in full control of whatever they're doing and mm. yeah, they based a character basically on that. And it's it's very similar. <laughs> <laughs> David Fincher is confident enough at this point that we're this far into the film that he can cut between the two depositions so he's not just going from flashbacks to deposition one and then flashbacks to deposition two and all of the flashbacks from deposition two are always from the point of view of the Winklevoss twins and everything from deposition one is the point of view of Mark or Eduardo in this case it's like he's jumping from having Eduardo at one deposition to a flashback to being back at a different deposition and he's confident that the audience can follow where they are in terms of like you know they're not going to see Eduardo you know suddenly in a different deposition talking to a different lawyer and be confused um you know and just the fact that they kind of there's a scene later on where they cross cut between the two depositions really quickly and flashbacks um but here they're just like I think this is Fincher just basically setting these things up yeah I particularly like the still in the one we're talking about where you see the um, depth of field, the the man in the foreground that's a silhouette around where you see Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> I think that's really nice framing. Interesting. 
that's supposed to be like Ed, Eduardo's POV, right? Kind of like except, it's over his shoulder. Right, yeah. You see, like kind of his outline with like Jesse Eisenberg over there writing on a pad. So yeah. it's a yeah, like I mean, that's that's putting you directly into it, the character view. Like he doesn't care. Like I can see him. I can see my my former friend Mark Zuckerberg does not care about what's being said right now. You know, and the, like is, is this is an insult or is this a is this a moment where Mark is like, I'm not going to make eye contact with this because what we have is personal. And the whole time that this deposition has been going on, like, I don't give a crap. Like, I know I'm in the right here. But bringing you in to this part feels almost like a, a dirty ploy on the part of the other lawyer or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. You could read into it. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> Yeah, it, yeah, it is. It is. It is nice that when we when we get when we jump into this second deposition, we get it from Eduardo's point of view to Mark. It's not. It's not as the previous times we've been in this deposition. It's always been Mark's point of view to the twins, whereas here we're jumping into the point of view of you know Eduardo giving his evidence. Uh, it's worth saying as well that Eduardo didn't need to go to this deposition to give his evidence. He could have easily being deposed in a different place by someone else just with a court reporter. He didn't need to come in and be cross-examined like this. Um, and I don't think he actually was brought in and cross-examined like this. I th- I think um, I think uh, Aaron Sorkin had said from the, um, you know, from the, the testimony that he'd read, um, Eduardo was actually deposed somewhere else. And then they read they read it into the record yeah. afterwards. They didn't they didn't have him there to kind of confront it but yeah from a cinematic point of view having eduardo in the room is obviously you know a a move and also like i said it sets up that call book later on in the film where the chair is empty um, and zuckerberg looks over there looking for his friend i feel too like in this minute particularly and the previous minute that jesse eisenberg is doing a really good mark zuckerberg i feel like these couple of minutes he's i feel like, even though there's some Sorkin-y lines and stuff, and there's David Fincher's style, I feel like he's really emulating Mark Zuckerberg very truly. I mean, it's worth saying as well, you know, obviously I can't say this every minute because it just gets tedious, but I think the performances by, you know, both of them, you know, they just, dist- like, the, the way that Mark Zuckerberg acts in the flashbacks and, you know, at the A.E. Pi thing is different to how he acts in the deposition. The way that Eduardo acts in the flashbacks is obviously, you know, more kind of excited mm-hmm. and youthful. And when he's in the deposition, he seems a bit more beaten down right. and kind of, you know, reluctant. And then when we get to this second deposition, Eduardo's demeanor changes again. And he's kind of trying to just be factual and just say, you know... Um, he, he, he told me about them, but he said it wasn't worth his time. And like, just kind of stating the facts, but with not too much opinion and kind of, it, there's a different demeanor to Andrew Garfield. Um, and obviously, you know, like 75% of this film is Andrew Garfield and, and Jesse Eisenberg. So, um, you know, if they weren't giving good performances, they would really pull the whole thing down. But I think, like you say, yeah, the, 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 it, this is a, like the performance in these last couple of minutes from, um, Jesse Eisenberg is really kind of very it is very kind of like Mark Zuckerberg it is he, like he really feels like he's above the kind of you know the style and the, the kind of the script it, it, he feels like he really is that character um, you know as much as as much as anyone can know what Mark Zuckerberg was really like back then it reminds um, me of footage I've seen of him in the public eye which may be a completely different persona from how he actually is but it definitely reminds me of what I think of as him yeah yeah. And I think obviously, you know, when you when he's been in front of like, um, you know, uh, 
when he was in Congress and stuff, and he's just sitting there and he looks, I don't know, like a lamb to the slaughter, just kind of sitting there shocked at all these cameras taking pictures and, and just like that, that like it's funny because that seems like a less interesting version of what um, Jesse Eisenberg does. It's kind of like he just seems like completely confused by what's going on and not fully, you know, not fully in grasp of the situation. Whereas you always feel like Jesse Eisenberg's Mark Zuckerberg is more kind of in control and more controlling as well. Like someone who kind of manipulates the situation a little bit. And, you know, when he when he acts kind of like, oh, I don't know, social mores or whatever, it's like he does. But he's just he's kind of taking advantage just a tiny bit. Yeah. Um, you know, and and I think as well, like some of the dialogue that Eduardo's living here, particularly the whole, you know, he thought it wasn't worth his time. Like that's that's more opinion than kind of facts. But the way he delivers it, the way Andrew Garfield kind of delivers all this, this, this dialogue and also in the next kind of minute where he's still giving this evidence, he kind of takes this demeanor of like, I'm just I'm just telling you the facts. I'm not I'm not embellishing it. I'm not bitter. You know, it's it's a lot more kind of restrained than the, the stuff that happens in the other deposition. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know it makes a nice contrast as well. You know, like the, the like just seeing Eduardo in this other setting as well is kind of it's just like a nice little break because it's like you know um, I mean obviously there's a point where they you know they <laughs> early on in the first deposition where they're like let's take a break and stretch our legs and all that kind of stuff and and uh, you know that that kind of feels like here we're taking a break from the first deposition to kind of go back to the second deposition but from a new point of view um, you know which I feel is good because there's only so much of the Winklevoss twins complaining that you, you can kind of put up with before right. you kind of get angry at them. And you're like, just give it up. Like, you know, like we all know that you ended up doing well out of this deal. Stop being, stop being so moany about it. Greedy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that's obviously the way the filming t- like kind of paints them anyway. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, but you know, out, out of all of them, the Winklevoss twins are the ones who ended up on the Simpsons. And, uh, so far Mark Zuckerberg and Eduardo Hassaverin haven't been on the Simpsons. So, uh, you know, I mean, who who in the end is the winner, really? Uh, obviously Mark Zuckerberg, because he's a multi-billionaire. But uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like we said about as much as we can about this minute. Uh, of course, it's Friday. So I should say, you know, if there are other films that you're interested in and you want to, you know, look at minute by minute, there are many of them at uh, Movies by Minutes, including, of course, this podcast uh, at the moviesbyminutes.com site. So uh, if there are any other films that you have an interest in, uh, take a look there. There's at least 120. I'm sure there's a film that you like that's probably been looked at minute by minute at this point. <laughs> And even if there isn't, then maybe you should start talking about a film minute by minute. Um, you know, I, I, you know, very much the movies by minutes is very much a DIY thing. Like if people are interested, they just start doing it. Uh, you know, claim claim your minute by just start talking about any film minute by minute, and eventually, uh, you know, that that film will be yours. Uh, so I feel like we said about as much as we can. So let's go to plugs. Is there anything that you wish to plug? Find more of Sarah and I and Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space, our science fiction and fantasy movie podcast we do with our friend Aaron. Uh, you can uh, hear me talk about Japanese movies on High and Low, a Kurosawa podcast with uh, that I do with Spencer Seams. We have a new podcast coming out pretty soon where we're going to be talking about Spike Lee movies called We Cut Heads, a Spike Lee podcast. Uh, look forward to that. Sarah, your art? Oh, um... Just www.sarahkathleenroberts.com. I'm a watercolor painter, and um, I'm on Instagram as well. Sarah Kathleen Roberts is my handle. And I also do very popular Caribbean-style DJing at parties. Uh, If you want to get the booking (laughs) number, just get in contact with Dustin. He knows. I I don't like cricket. 
by the way. I just wanted everybody to know that. Oh. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and you can find us on MySpace at myspace.com slash the social minute on Twitter at social underscore minute and on Facebook at the social minute podcast. Uh, thanks once more for being my guest this week. Thank, Thank you for you. having us. It was great. And otherwise, I will see you next week.